Hello, everybody. Oh, we both have coffee today. This wow. This is my, very, my only coffee that I get for the whole day, but... Oh, really? And, yeah. They didn't make it great either, so... <sighs> that always Not, sucks. like, the happiest person on earth. But I think I'm also a very picky Starbucks person because I used to work at Starbucks, so that makes you kind of, like... Honestly, I don't know. You can be, like, very um, understanding to why people mess things up, but it's really, like, an easy job. Yeah. It's like hard. It's really hard to mess things up, but I don't know, at the same time, pay like six dollars for a coffee. So, yeah. So why you'd think paying that much for a coffee? I'm sorry, but isn't it supposed to be like perfect? Yeah, for as much as they get away with charging for that mm -hmm. stuff, you would think that they would be more on top of it. Yeah, that's I don't okay, know, man. Coffee's I... coffee. It's gonna do what it does. So, random question, because this just crossed my mind. Um, when you worked at Starbucks, did they have the, um, order ahead? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Does the store have the option to turn that on and off depending on how busy they are? Um, yes, they do. But we would usually turn it off if there was an issue. So, like, if one of our machines broke or if we were, like, completely out of, like, we used to run out of, like, Frappuccino base, which is, like, the goo that sticks Frappuccinos together. Mm -hmm. um, and that's, like, one of the most popularly ordered items through mobile order. So we would have to turn it off or people would just come in and be, like, upset that we didn't make it. Um, we never really turned it off because it's busy. Um, we did it – I know that during COVID that they didn't do inside ordering and they only did mobile ordering. So they okay. turned it off the opposite way. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I guess if – Every store has the right to do whatever they want, so I'm sure if your store gets really busy, they have turned it off, but... Yeah, like, so there was this one time, and I know, like, staffing is, like, an issue. Um, I think that's, like, everywhere, but at least, like, in Michigan, it's been, like, a big issue. Um, mm -hmm. And the other, like, I don't know, it was probably, like, a month ago, there was, like, this, like, a week straight where, like, the... Um, Starbucks by my house, usually in the morning, they have, like, the mobile option, and it, like, got turned off, and it was turned off for, like, it would, like, be on in the morning, and then they'd turn it off. Gosh, I don't know. I would try to get coffee at, like, 9, 10 a.m., um, and it would be turned off by that time, because I would check it at my house when I got up in the morning. I'm like, okay, they're operating today, and then they turn it off, but then I would get to Starbucks, and they weren't busy at all. Like, no line, nothing. Because I would just be like, okay, screw it. I'll just, like, go to the drive-thru or I'll go in and order. But then when I get to that location, it was, like, fine. And so in my mind, I just started convincing myself that they were being lazy and not wanting to do mobile orders. Oh, no. <laughs> um, I, I don't know, know so if it's true also, or not, but... You have, like, certain positions throughout the day, like, and everybody gets their, their one position. And, like, if you're on mobile order bar, yeah. like, you're only making orders that come in online um so if they are understaffed yeah, and they, they don't, don't have, have person. enough persons yeah. to do that like because you have to prioritize like the business itself and mm -hmm. technically i guess that's not a priority but yeah okay so i'm just being know. i'm being one of those um one of those girls that gets pissed at starbucks for not that's okay being able to get my coffee i that's mean fine. it wouldn't just be you it's everyone yeah, out there for sure does yours not have a drive-thru it does. Like, it has a drive through and you can go in. It's, like, open inside. So that's why I was, like, always surprised because there's two locations by my house 
one location is always busier than the other because it's right off of the freeway. And then the other one, you have to like go into town a little bit to get to it. And that one's never as busy. So I always like order ahead at that one or I'll go into that one. So that's why I was like, I bet these people, because it's younger kids that work there. Nothing against younger kids. Some people have the hustle and bustle. Some people don't. Mm -hmm. Totally fine. But like sometimes I go in and they're not even busy. I'm like, your mobile thing's out. What's going on? But it would make sense if they didn't have someone to, like, man that station. one particular person. Yeah. I don't know. Staffing is really shitty around here, too. It's everywhere. It's definitely... Because, like, we went to a really fancy dinner the other night with Ryan's mom. Yeah. And it was a restaurant we'd never been to and only heard good things about. And just to get our appetizers, it took us, like, an hour and a half. And it was fine because, like... Oh, my gosh. We were having, like, a family dinner and we were, like, honestly pretty caught up in talking and didn't realize it until, like... Yeah. really close to when it came out but it was the food was so good and you like it's hard to i mean you can't persecute the poor guy who's like waiting on all the yeah. tables around you including yourself yeah. so yeah i guess I everybody just has to be a little bit more patient these days with with everything what's I know. going on yeah okay but that was a very long diatribe and we're not talking about coffee today but not, coffee, unfortunately no we are going to talk about fiber um, and originally we said we were going to talk about fiber and micronutrients, but if we did that all in one podcast, it would be like a two and a half hour long podcast. So we are going to split these two up into just fiber and then next week do micronutrients, uh, as long as that's okay with everybody and no one can respond. So it has to be okay with you guys. It's okay with everyone. <laughs> Perfect. Um, but I guess we can get right into it. All right. So for today, friends... Um, let's start off with talking about what fiber is. I feel like people hear about fiber, but you might not necessarily know what it does for your body. I feel like everybody thinks about Raisin Bran and like yeah. your grandpa because those two Raisin Bran and hand grandpa. Hand. <laughs> yeah, like you just, I just remember, um, my grandparents, gosh, when I was a kid, my grandparents always used to tell me like, oh, make sure you're getting your fiber in. Or like they would serve, like my grandpa would have oatmeal every morning and the days that I would, like, stay the night at Grandma and Grandpa's house, because they, like, lived up north, so I would go stay with them, um, I would have oatmeal in the morning. And sometimes I, like, didn't really want oatmeal. Like, as a kid, you're like, this is kind of gross. Yeah, Can I just add a gross. bunch of sugar into it or something? Um, but it's funny, because my grandma or my grandpa always used to say, like, <coughs> I eat it every morning to get fiber. Um, so I think people just kind of know fiber as something that you should eat and not really understand the benefit of it. Um, so hopefully this episode can kind of bring some enlightenment to everyone on fiber and uh, its benefits. It could be cool. It could be hip. Sure. It can be not your grandpa's fiber. Of course it can, it. especially if it makes such a difference in someone's progress. Um, mm -hmm. I've seen that happen with clients where, like, they just – Something's missing, and then we end up finding out that it's fiber. So, I don't know. But, okay, so enough blabber from me. <laughs> um, what is fiber? Well, when you eat fiber, your body breaks it down, um, or your body breaks food down into nutrients that it can use. Your body cannot break down fiber. So, that's the difference between the two. Um, so, instead, fiber will stay mostly intact and its journey just kind of continues through our body as it is. 
Um, there is a difference in fi uh, fiber. I'm sure some people might know that there is soluble fiber and then there's insoluble fiber. So soluble fiber dissolves into gel, uh, gel-like substance and feeds the good bacteria in our gut. And then insoluble fiber does not dissolve into fluids. Instead, this fiber absorbs the fluids and sticks to other material to form our stool. A fun conversation to always have. Oh, yeah. People get so awkward about it. Um, but without fiber, your body don't do that. And that's if true. you want to talk about hindering progress in the gym or hindering weight loss, um, if you don't poop, you're going to weigh more. So that's like Bottom the basic. Uh, that's what it yeah, is. Zeroes it out. It's just a way to be blunt about it, Jimmy. But that's so true. Yeah. Like, <laughs> especially, I don't know if maybe because like I have a lot of like lady clients, like when I'm talking with these women, like... Sometimes I can tell they, like, get a little um, shy when it comes to talking about, yeah, like, bowel movements and stuff. Um, but it's so true. Like, if you're someone that's trying to, you know, you're on a weight loss journey and you're not pooping, well. You know, way more. That. You're also going to be uncomfortable and it also, like, makes you, like, I don't know, kind of ruins your whole day and, like, makes oh, for you sure. have no energy or motivation to do stuff. So it's kind of like this like trickle down effect. Um, and it all just starts with eating the right things. Yeah. Um, so that's like the number one thing that fiber does for you. It keeps you regular, yep. which is always like the PC word to use when it comes to that term. Yep. Um, so we got regularity going on. Helps your, um, it's helpful for your gut and nutrient absorption and helps you feel full high fiber, like, um, diets tend to help you feel fuller longer, like a big leafy dark green salad. Or I've like actually, a um, diaper. I've had clients before. Like that's one of the issues I think when it comes to tracking macros for anyone that is like new to tracking macros, they don't realize that fiber is as important as it is. And if their fiber is too low or the types of foods that they're using to meet their macronutrients for the day, um, is lacking fiber, they'll be more hungry. First of all, they'll have issues going to the bathroom, but then they'll also notice that like you get more hungry or not as full for long. Now, I know we also mentioned that, you know, if protein's higher, that can also be satiating or if fat is higher, that's also satiating. Um, but let's say like you have a decent protein intake, fat intake, macros are at a good level, but the types of foods that you're using to meet those macros um, are low in fiber. Yeah, low in fiber. Then it can cause, you know, you feel hungry, even if you're really not hungry, but you're not satiated. I think that, um, I don't know, Ryan always laughs at, not laughs at people's intake forms, but is always pretty astonished by how little fiber people can eat in a day. They'll be yeah. like, how do you even get two grams of fiber? Where did that even come from? You want to as well, like, how did you get those two single grams of fiber? Crazy. Um, and I think it's seen more in honestly more in women than it is in men. Yeah, um, probably because women cause what naturally they eat like less. those like yeah, and I think that they go like before they start like a diet or like any like fitness journey, they tend to do like the like white breads and like yeah. bagels and things that aren't very high in fiber, like the starches that are like lower in fiber um, and more like sweet and tasty. Yeah, um, but. I mean, there's also issues on the side of having too much fiber. Um, again, uh, I know everybody doesn't like to talk about poop, but it can make you poop too much. Um, that is true. And then you can get um, 
issues that are come from like diarrhea, like dehydration and um, malnutrition, stuff like that. Um, can also be detrimental to your GI health, causing bloating on the opposite side, bloating, constipation, and can affect your ability to absorb some nutrients. Again, being nutrient def- def- deficient. Deficient, yeah. Well, That's especially it. if like um, going back to if you're too regular or you're going to the bathroom too much, um, you'll definitely be dehydrated, which you mentioned, but then that also can cause um, like your body's not holding on to anything. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Malnutrition easily, um, and I feel it also like kind of disrupts your day, like on like the mental health side of it. Yeah, like it's it's hard to plan your day around like going to the bathroom seventy five times. Like can't go to class. Maybe you can go to class. Can't go to the grocery store, stuff like that. Then it also maybe not be able to go to the gym. Yep. Again, another trickle down effect. Um. Yeah. So okay. Well, we talked about too high of fiber. If fiber's too low. Um, I think we kind of talked about it, but maybe not. Um, it can increase your risk of digestive problems and chronic illnesses. So, um, gosh, what do you what do you mean by chronic illnesses, Jimmy? Um, I know that fiber issues can lead to or uh, upset diabetes. I don't actually know the true um, link, but I can look that up really quick. I always think about like when I when I think when I hear like chronic illnesses related to like poor fiber intake for some reason my mind goes to um oh gosh what is it IBS and like um Crohn's disease but I don't think I don't know that that's more of like a I don't know if that's a causation that's just more of like an irritant for people yeah. like that. It's just going to be extra irritable or irritative. Irrit- Irrit- more irritation. Irritating. <laughs> um, it says that in people with diabetes, fiber, particularly soluble fiber, can slow down the absorption of sugar and help improve mm-hmm. blood sugar mm-hmm. levels. So, that makes sense. I, that's, again, not like a cause of. It's not going to cause it. It's not going to give you diabetes, but it's going to affect your diabetes if you have it. I think, I wonder if I thought of like for Crohn's disease, for example, because I've, I've had um, like friends and family that have um, like dealt with that over the years. And I know you can have either like really, really loose stool or you can have like constipation. And I think that fiber is one of the things that they stress about within the diet to help depending on um like the type of like bowel movement i feel like i'm not like super well versed in that even though my brother has crohn's disease i'm not super well versed in like the issue yeah i'm totally issues that they deal with um all right it's not I was trying to help look it up too, but it's not, it doesn't give, um, it says that you want to avoid super, super high fiber items just because your body already has an issue digesting. And as we said before, fiber isn't something that our body digests well or at all. All right. Well, we'll also lots of people uh... with Crohn's disease experience chronic diarrhea and you have, it's going to add more nutritional deficiencies. Yeah. But, I mean, that's what we talked about also. Right. 
So interesting. Um, There's so many different, like, ways to look at it. It's so, like, the human body is so crazy. Um, Yeah. Especially when you add in, like, chronic disease. Then it changes the... It's so what we already barely know. Yeah, it's so different for everyone. Um, Okay, so I guess we can kind of go into actually this would be a good segue into um, supplementation of fiber because I know like I used to see a gastro when I was like younger because I had issues with like digestion and. One of the first things they did was put me on a fiber powder. And so, I mean, we kind of talked about this before the podcast, but it just like, it becomes like this thing that you just are so dependent on because you think you need that specific like powder or supplement to like help you go to the bathroom. And um, I don't know. So maybe we should talk about like our, our take on like fiber bars and stuff like that um i've always kind of been taught and like seen it as like a band-aid and you're you're not really like teaching a person how to find good foods that are high in fiber and like the fiber that you need in your body you're just kind of like putting a band-aid on it and teaching them to use like a supplement that they don't necessarily need um or that they could it's also kind of like if you want to talk about it like in a monetary sense like you're kind of wasting money on pretty pricey item when you could just eat a handful of berries yeah um there are tons like we'll get into how many different or like where you could find um fiber and food sources uh a lot of the times depending on what you use they all kind of act differently um we talked about psyllium husk fiber which is going to be an insoluble fiber and then like metamucil and stuff that's like a soluble fiber and those two work very differently um i'm pretty sure that if you have like a some stomach upset issue already like ibs those are just going to irritate it yeah versus trying to find a food that you can eat that's not going to irritate it um yeah that's my take um even things like uh like fiber one bars and stuff like if that's like what you like and those are tasty like eat them but you shouldn't focus your entire needs of fiber around like a granola bar yeah because you're missing out on like other micronutrient filled items that also have fiber in them so you might as well go for a whole food item where you're killing a bunch of birds with one stone versus just a granola bar just to make the like your numbers work or meet your numbers for the day yeah and sometimes i feel like even like some of these like fiber bars or different types of like um i don't know like snacks that are marketed as like a good source of fiber if you actually like do your research and look into the ingredients of these items like there's a bunch of other crap in there that's not like sugar best. and fat sugar and fat necessarily need um artificial sweeteners um different types of like gums that they use to like like processing the product to make it last longer and hold better um but it just it goes kind of bad stuff just eating your fruits and veggies and your whole grains and and i guess like we can talk about like all the different places that you can find fiber actually let's talk talk about how much fiber you need in your diet 
Um, The algorithm rule is that you should be ingesting 14 grams per 1,000 calories in a day. Um, Because women eat less, they're going to need less. Um, Another general rule of thumb is you can think about shooting for 25 to 38 grams for men and then 19 to 28 grams for women. Um, I always try to shoot for about 25. Um, That's just been in my head for a really long time and if yeah. I'm over I'm that's I'm happy and if I'm under I try really hard toward the end of the day to eat some beans or well, beans don't always sit very well with my stomach but they are a good source of fiber um avocados I always talk about are oh I did not mean to shake my computer um are one of those vegetables that are going to also have good fats and other micronutrients in them um but a ton of high fiber or a ton of fiber it's like one of those kind of not thought about fiber sources. Um, coconut is another not thought about uh, source of fiber. Um, like coconut flakes, coconut flakes in your yogurt is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, or on oatmeal and then oatmeal, you're getting double fiber if you're doing that because um, oatmeal has good fiber. Uh, nuts with all the skins still on them have fiber like almonds. Uh, and then there's like the higher fiber options of grains. When you are shopping, you can usually see um, like high fiber tortillas, high fiber English muffins, high fiber bread, mm-hmm. all that kind of good stuff. Yeah. Um, when I do like breads, I always go for um, like Dave's Killer Bread. I don't know if you have that mm. at your Publix, yep. but um, we do. Dave's Killer Bread. My jam. I'm not a fan of their English muffins, gonna be honest, but the bread. I've had them. They're just like, they're too thick for me. And like when they, they're just not flaky on the inside, like a Thomas English muffin is. Um, I get that. So yeah, I go for those. Um, they're like, I like the, pow- the power seed one is in mm-hmm. that yellow bag. That yeah. one has like a bunch of like different seeds and nuts in it. And I don't know. They're really good. They like, if you put it in the toaster oven, they like toast up really well. Yep. Really good for sandwiches. Get some avocado on that, and then you're halfway Boom, to your fiber goal. Look at that. Um, it's add that some, easy, Or do folks. some berries. Mush up some berries on that. It's really, uh, yeah. If you think about the way that I always remember that, like, berries have fiber. It's a silly one, but they have the tiny seeds, and the tiny mm-hmm. seeds are what, like, help push things through your body. Mm-hmm. So if you think about, like, raspberries, blackberries, even blueberries have, like, tiny seeds in them. Yep. Um. As long as you are, like, eating the seed part, I don't think there are a lot of us out there who spit out the raspberry seeds. Um, but as long as you are, you put those in smoothies, and then it gives you a little texture for your smoothie. Um, yeah. I actually think that PB2 has fiber in it. Not a lot, but thinking about smoothies. Yeah. That powdered peanut butter has fiber. I don't know where. I would have to look or where it comes from or how much is in it, but. Yeah. It makes your smoothies taste good. I think, like, you'd be surprised, like, what things, like, where hybrid, where fiber hides. That made no sense at first. Hybrid fiber. (laughs) Where fiber hides, like, where you'd find it in um, just, like, little things. Like, I feel like, I don't know, if when I was first learning about nutrition, I never would have guessed that avocados had fiber. Yeah, like, broccoli has fiber, yeah. asparagus has fiber, um, any like dark cruciferous green has fiber in it. Mm-hmm. Just little things that you don't really think about. Like, you know you should eat them, but you just don't 
don't realize yeah. the actual benefit. In um in a tablespoon of PB2, there's one gram of fiber, but most people are not only putting one tablespoon oh, of PB2 no. in things. So you get five or six tablespoons in something, and there you go. It's got six grams of protein. I always forget about how delicious and good uh, yeah. PB2 is. Wow. And then you're eliminating some of the fat, most of the fat, almost all of it. Yeah. Still making your stuff taste good. I used to eat it with, um, like, when I was dieting, I used to, like, mix it with the smallest. I would do, like, four tablespoons with, like, the smallest amount of Greek yogurt. Yeah. And, like, uh, and Splenda makes, like, a Splenda brown sugar. And you would do, like, a mm. tablespoon of that. You mix it up, and it kind of tastes like cookie dough if you, like, diet yourself down enough to think that mm-hmm. it tastes like cookie dough. But it was good then. I haven't I've, tried it in a while, but... I've done the the um, powder, the PB2 powder in Greek yogurt. It is very good. It's pretty good. It's pretty It good. thickens it up, too. It definitely does. Um, I've put it in my oatmeal before. Um, i trying to think what else. Shakes. Now, this is uh, just going to be an ad for PB2. Yeah. We'll be sponsored free. if they I was going to say, feel free to sponsor us. Yeah. Um, what else? Those high-fiber tortillas. Those high-fiber tortillas you have to be very careful with because yeah. they have, like, 10 to 12 to 15 grams of fiber depending on the size and like they taste just like a tortilla so if you have like four or five small tacos at dinner like you can really set yourself up for failure on that one um because too much fiber we talked about is gonna upset your stomach in different ways um for me my biggest sensitivity um having just like a pretty like sensitive gut bowel um is beans i can only have like maybe a quarter of a cup before my stomach says, no, this is not happening for us. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, and I know that actually, I don't know the difference between the beans. I'm sure that some are higher in fiber than others, but I was just going to say there has, there's a difference. I'm sure. I feel like I've learned about that. Um, I think chickpeas have a good amount of fiber too. Chickpea fiber. Yeah, there's in a tablespoon of chickpeas or garbanzo beans, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. There's 2.2 grams of fiber. That's only a tablespoon. So make your own hummus at home. There we go. I also think I like something... chickpeas and salads. Oh, they're so good in salads. Mm-hmm. So good in salads. Um, I've, I feel like I've had them in soups before. Yeah, I'm sure. Like, uh, um, like the the five bean soups and stuff. Yes, thank you. Um. I've had them in soups before. They're actually pretty good. So if you're someone, especially, I know like in Michigan right now, because we're getting like the colder weather, now is the time where a lot of people make like soups at home. You could really do something nice with, listen to me, you can do something nice um, with beans, like making a soup, like a chili or like a white chicken chili. Chicken chili, white bean, chicken chili. I don't know. There's a bunch of different recipes. Um, And adding different things like that that would be really hide it helpful. from yourself yeah definitely you need to. monitor the the intake you're having as well because you don't want to like overdo it but um yeah there's so many different sources that you can get fiber in um i think that like let's say you don't track macros or you don't follow a diet and you just kind of eat intuitively or go based off of how you feel because there are people out there that do that, and that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a good way to know if you are um, 
like getting enough fiber and not getting enough fiber is obviously like some of the things we talked about already um, with like digestion and stuff. But one big thing, and I know we kind of planned on talking about it, so I'll just segue into it, um, was that if let's say your fiber is too low, one thing to uh, pay attention to would be like your energy levels as well, because you will have... Oh, at least I know some people that will get like lack of energy um, sluggish yeah you get like sluggish if mm-hmm. your fiber is too low um, and this could also be an indication like if you have a low micronutrient diet so you're not getting those vegetables you're not getting um, fruits in stuff like that then this might also be an indication that you know fiber will come fiber will be low as well they kind of go like hand in hand And as you, like, I don't like the term clean eating, but as you clean up your diet, your fiber tends to get a little bit higher naturally on its own because you're eating more whole grains, you're eating more vegetables, you're eating more fruits and stuff, and fruits are a great – we've talked about all the very good sources of fiber, um, but as you make that transition over, um, you kind of have to think about it a little bit less if you are eating and you don't have to supplement with – Metamucil, and I think a lot of people like because again, like we talked about grandpa and raisin bran. I think because that's how fiber was marketed for so long that people forget that there's fiber in other things. And I mean, raisin bran is great, so people who want to hate on raisin bran, like that's fine, but raisin bran is a delicious cereal and it's one of my favorites. But I get that some people just are not about it, and bran by itself is gross. But Raisin Bran's good. And now they have different types of Raisin Bran, like Raisin Bran Crunch, and they have the double raisin one, and raisins itself have fiber in it, so it's like a double whammy. But that's my tangent on Raisin Bran. Raisin Bran. But, but I know it's not for everybody. Um, but that's out there. Um, I think that's pretty much all Yeah, uh, all I know about fiber. <laughs> and all the things that I had to say about fiber yeah well well i mean it's a short one but i think yeah this is all the info that you need to know people forget about this one a lot when they're dieting yeah and they're so focused on getting skinny that they forget about the importance of the smaller pieces in your diet yeah there's so many pieces of the puzzle man let me tell you it's crazy next next week we're going to be talking about all of our micronutrients because there are a lot we actually might split that into two i think that if we split those two into two into two into three into four split them up so everybody can listen to these and don't feel very overwhelmed with all the information that they're getting um but yeah um if you listen to this before christmas i hope that you have a very merry christmas and spend lots of time with your family and don't think too too much about dieting during the holidays because it's more important to make memories with your family then stress yourself out about one cookie or a piece of cake here and there. This is true. I already sent out all my emails to my clients, letting them know that so they better be. We can get back be... on track whenever you want. I, I tell everyone, I'm like, you better be resting and relaxing, and um, you know, get back track. Get back on track when we need holiday. to. Yeah. All right. Well, that is all for this episode. And I hope everybody, again, has a good happy holidays, Merry Christmas, all that stuff. And we'll probably see you again after the new year. Hooray!
Goodbye, Bye. everyone. <laughs> Bye.